and f- uh, 14. So that, there's kind of a log jam there between uh, 3 and 6. So you may see some movement there. Or 3 and 7, actually, I'd say. Uh, then Memphis is 8 at 32 and 32. It's a funny league because they're the only team around 500. Everybody else is either well above it or well below it. Kind of a yeah. strange uh, situation. Usually leagues clump in, at the 500 mark. Okay, like hockey. Hockey is a bunch of teams around 500. Then yeah. uh, the n- ninth place, Sacramento Kings. They have moved up now. The 28 and 35 again. Memphis with a pretty good league. But, uh, you know, Sacramento's got to be thinking about it and a couple other teams here. So New Orleans, we were talking about them. Uh, they've dropped back a bit. Sacramento now 28 and 35. Portland 28 and 37. New Orleans 27 and 36. Then 12th would be San Antonio, 26 and 35. 13, Phoenix, 25 and 38. 14, Minnesota, 19 and 43. And Golden State at 15 and 49. And so right now in the East, the way the, the things would line up would be Milwaukee at the one seed would play Orlando. The four seed Miami would play Indiana, who's now moved ahead of Philadelphia for the moment. Uh, Toronto would be the two seed playing Brooklyn in the seventh seed. And the Celtics in six and three, I mean, would play Philadelphia at the six. In the West, we'd have the Lakers play Memphis one and eight. We'd have Utah and Houston. They're always seeming to be lined up against each other. But this time, Utah's in the four and Houston's in the five. The Clippers now in the two would be playing Dallas at seven. And Denver in the three would be playing Oklahoma City at six. And then we had some games today. And we grab them, and we have a bunch uh, that'll be uh, underway at this point. We have There's Brooklyn. eleven games tonight in the NBA. Right, Brooklyn beat Chicago one ten to one oh seven. The Lakers beat the Clippers one twelve to one oh three in the hallway series uh, on on ABC today. New Orleans over Minnesota one twenty to one oh seven. At six o'clock, the Oklahoma City was uh, going to play the Celtics uh, at the Garden. Milwaukee at Phoenix. At 7, we had Indiana at uh, Dallas, Orlando at Houston, Miami at Washington. 7.30 would be San Antonio and at Cleveland, Detroit at, at New York, 9 o'clock, uh, Toronto at Sacramento. So that's the NBA. But we did have a firing, Robert. Why don't you talk about well, that? Before we, you... get, hold on, before, we get, before we get to the firing, okay. one, one little interesting note that came out this week. Tim Duncan is 1-0 as an NBA head coach. Okay, what happened with that? Well, Greg Popovich was out the other night. Uh, I think it was Tuesday night. He was out, and for whatever reason was going on. So Tim Duncan was the head. You know, he stepped in as the official head coach that night, and so he got his first win. He said, "Oh, I gladly hand the reins back over to Pop because Tim <laughs> Duncan has been helping out. He's been an assistant along with along with Becky Hammond, and yeah. you know, and there's a couple other assistants. Oh yeah, that's he, right." Have a do, woman, do, uh, do you do you still believe, Sean? Since you're in Texas, do you still believe that he will come back next year, Pop? I think he might, but it all depends. Remember, he's coaching the Olympic team this year. Yeah, he's also coaching the. He, he I think he knew what this year was going to be like. I, he knew what this year, and I think he might. Because now, San, San, San Antonio is about to break their 22 consecutive playoff year streak. Yeah, they've you know. only missed the they've only missed the playoff four times in their history, ABA and NBA. They missed them in eighty in yeah eighty four, eighty seven, eighty nine, and ninety seven. The right. only only two times they've only four times, and eighty seven turned into David Robinson, eighty nine turned into Sean Elliott, and ninety seven turned into Tim Duncan. So right. he he might be looking at thinking, you know. This could be a good rebuilding challenge. I think when his wife was alive, he might have said no. But 
I think he's grooming somebody on his staff to just step in, and he wants to see when they're ready. And I'll go out on a limb. I'll say you could see the first female head coach in Becky Hammond if oh, anybody would do it. Everybody around the NBA thinks that she's going to wind up with that job. So, uh, Robert, yeah, tell us about our tell us about her firing before we go to break. Um, yeah, let's go to uh, the well, um, Kenny Atkinson of the Brooklyn Nets was relieved of his duties uh, Saturday morning, and uh, I uh, on the weekends I always have the fan on, and boy, uh, they did not react well to him being fired because people around the New York area think that. Kenny Atkinson is doing uh, was doing a fine job with what he had in Brooklyn, and uh, now because of him being relieved of his duties, everybody in New York is now encouraging uh, the Knicks to have him as their new coach next uh, year. So, uh, you want to go is, to is their coach an interim coach right now? The Knicks or not? Yes, I don't even yes, know. He yes, yes, okay. yes, he is. Yes, 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 yes. What other what other NBA note? Apparently, someone is submitting a proposal this week to. Uh, and the uh, to make the NBA season start on Christmas Day and then oh end God. in August. So oh my, they oh want to move God. the season back from October to Christmas Day, and then it would end in August. I, I Chris, think, I Chris, what do you think about that, real quick? Before that we is take stupid. A break? That is stupid. You know, my job oh. here. We, we remember the name of our organization is John Sports Science. My job is to channel John, and John would say, "What the heck are they talking about?" Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I, I, wouldn't say heck, I understand all the buildings are air conditioned and all that, but why would you put it into the middle of the of the baseball Be, season? And because yeah. well, because okay. they know that they know that they really don't compete with the NFL. Yeah, and in July. In July, all you have is baseball, really. That's it. Right. You, right. Where, when in October, November, you have NFL, you have college football, the NHL, and they re- really people start paying attention around Christmas anyway. So you you would have the regular season end in June. You would have the playoffs in July and then into early August. It would go against NFL preseason. You have uh, you have the NBA Finals in August. I, I I don't see that happening. I don't know. I'm I can see it though. I can see it because what else? I mean, when you're scrambling, all you have is baseball in July. All you have is baseball. Well, are they and, are they uh, you know, are they looking at the wonderful WNBA ratings that everybody really wants to watch basketball in August? Well, but that's, a lot that. of that is the marketing of the WNBA. <laughs> I think people. I think. I think when it gets to playoff time, no matter when they have it, people watch. People watch the playoffs. You know, I mean, they they pay attention. They they pay attention whether it's been in April or June. I and think know. about I, it. You I, you have some playoffs games. Those two days or those days around the All Star break, whenever the dead day when nothing happens, that's one day they could really step in and they could even say we're not going to play on. MLB All-Star Game, we'll take that night off, but that next day, nothing's going on. I mean, and I could see it. I, I, I mean, I, I don't have as much of a problem with it. As well, we will, deba- we will debate all that going forward. We <laughs> do want to welcome our on-air listeners. We're told that, that they're, they have joined us now. And because of that, let's take a break, and we'll come back in uh, two cel- minutes. Let's celebrate, yeah. Let's yeah, have a break. So let's celebrate for two minutes and come back. Okay. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. She really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. 
He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit the shelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. We're going to do something a little different in this segment. We're just going to welcome all listeners. Just glad we have them tonight after our little issue there. Especially the loyal ones who came back, stuck with us, and kept checking when we went down for a little. How long were we down, by the way? Did we know? Oh, probably 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. At the end of the show, listen listen to my information, and you'll figure out how to get that first right. so they were among the first the best 30 minutes we've ever done folks you're going to want to they're wonderful well, all i'm going to so, say anyway so these guys all right, I guess we'll start talking about baseball here and um, we have uh, chipper we when we got a media story to start with in baseball chipper jones is going to espn and he's going to do uh, wednesday night and holiday baseball he's going to do uh, and he'd like to do sunday night and uh, so that's uh, you know, that, that and the rumor sure is he probably will do Sunday. They, they just want to see how it's going to go for a while. Get him started, yeah. yeah. Christian Yelich uh, for the Milwaukee Brewers uh, started signed an eight-year uh, contract uh, starting this year, and $215 million he'll be paid uh, all, all through it, and his raise kicks in in 2022. What you do when you sign these contracts, you basically continue the contract you had. Some owners yep. will bump it up, but if something's really out of line. But usually, when you do it an extension, it kicks the raise kicks in where the extension kicks in. And well, then, and one of the reasons why he said he wanted to do it now, Chris, is he said, "I don't want to be in Mookie Betts' position where I, well, I only have one year left on my deal because I wanted to stay in Milwaukee." Yeah, and he probably doesn't have Scott Boris for an agent either. Well, I don't know about that, but. Uh, you know, he just decided that he didn't want to go anywhere else. Okay. You know? So uh, the Red Sox had a signing this week, and I don't know much about this guy, Colin McHugh. Tell, somebody tell me about Colin McHugh. Uh, he he comes from the cheating Astros, Chris. So Oh, wow, good. You know, right. And he um, spoke out. He was one that came out. He spoke about uh, this week about the whole 
the Astro situation apparently also he and, commented on it. And by the way, since I've been following the A's every day in spring training, every time Mike Fires takes the uh, field to pitch wherever he's been pitching in Arizona, he always gets a standing ovation before the game even starts. So anyway, getting back to McHugh, he's apparently a starter or reliever, so he could be he can do both. Starter. Yes, he, he, yes, he he's what you would call a swing man, Chris. They're they're talking uh, and briefly. They were talking most of the week. It was um, John Mita Perel who does uh, BC football. Did a lot of games. I think they sort of gave uh, Will Fleming the week off, and Joe Castiglione did work with him some. Other times with Sean, Sean McAdam. But what they did talk about was they may actually at the start of the season use two openers. Uh, they're not sure. It all depends. Oh, and Chris Sale. Uh, did get looked at by uh, or have his MRI evaluated by Dr. Andrews, and he has a strained elbow flexor, and uh, he's supposed to shut it down for a week and then come back. Remember we talked last week about him throwing a little bit on the side. I have a feeling that that's not going to turn out real well, Chris. I'm well, not that's a what doctor. they're saying. They're, people seem to be pretty uh, pessimistic about Chris Sale this uh, year. So. Uh, I'm not a doctor, but I have a feeling it might wind up like uh, Luis Severino. You know, well, you know, if they didn't call for the Tommy John right now, it's you know they didn't. So you figure there's a little bit. They, I think they want to see how it does, and if he experiences pain and it's not getting any better, you know, I think they need to run it out a little bit more and give it another couple of weeks and see what happens. But you might be right by April. Uh, we may hear that. But yeah, uh, and speaking of the Yankees, by the way, uh, they finally completed all the tests on Aaron Judge. And this this story is hard for me to believe. He supposedly broke a rib in September, diving for a ball against the Angels. Right. And, and apparently, here it is, March, and it has not healed. Now, uh, and he said that, yeah, he was in pain all the way through the winter and the fall and what have you, but he went ahead and worked out and did what he was supposed to do anyway. And I guess the problem is, you know, with ribs, they, they normally heal on their own if you don't. Yeah. If you, if you don't do anything, well, yeah. now there, there's a strong possibility where they may have to surgically correct this, and if they do, he could miss significant amount of time. Yeah, and we already know that Giancarlo Stanton's going to be out for a while, and yeah, so and we we mentioned Severino already, so the Yankees the, the, are the, the, the no Yankees problem. who should be the class of that division are all of a sudden before the season even starts are falling apart at the scene. I really think that it's going to be a three-way battle. I really have a feeling the Yankees are going to, you know, with these issues they've got to deal with, the Red Sox are not going to be as bad as people think. Even with Sale being out, I think the Red Sox are going to, you know, they've got, I think it's a different attitude. I think the whole thing, now, the big thing that's going to come up this week, we hope, finally this week. Well, they keep saying one week, one week, one week. That's right. It's the decision on the Red Sox and the uh, the, uh, cheating scandal and, you know, Alex, basically the Alex Cora story. And how far it went over into 18 and 19 and what happened when what the Red Sox knew and what they didn't know, whether the team needs to be punished or they'll just uh, hammer Alex Cora. Because this, all, this, almost, this almost reminds me of the Warren Commission. It took, you know. <laughs> well, we got that fairly fast. In the, yeah. You know, but no, the Warren. So supposedly they, they say by opening day, and I think they say this week. So we'll see. But, I mean, the Red Sox, uh, once we, we find out what happens, I think the the, the feeling is that they won't be hit anywhere near as hard as the Astros, but that's what people think. So No, no the one that will be hit the hardest out of this will be Alex Cora. So. Right, and he may have a... I wouldn't be surprised if he has a lifetime ban, because he brought this from one team to another. Uh, it's a thinking. very strong possibility. Yeah. So, anything else we got on baseball? We need to uh, hit... Yohan Mankata with the White Sox. He signed five years and $70 million 
with a club option for a six-year. Yeah, okay. and the White Sox have, have given a lot of extensions this spring to a lot of their younger players. Uh, Luis Robert, Mancata, and I think there's a couple of others that they've extended. So the yeah. White Sox are serious about keeping their young players Actually, around. I forgot when we were running down categories of things to do, I forgot I had some media stuff written down that we want to talk about before we get to the NFL. We have Al Michaels. And there was a story around that he might go to uh, ESPN. Well, that's uh, tied in with the NFL. That's, yeah, that's okay. tied in with the NFL. Okay, but, well, do we have other media stuff before we get to yeah, the NFL? We Al do. Michaels we do. Um, all right, yeah. we have Westwood One um, is going to be. We're going to try to get the Westwood One. Perry's going to be working on that to try to get those on the Victor streams, and hopefully they'll be okay on your uh, yep. your uh, Google Homes and your uh, you know because remember. Yep. I, get, I turned weird. I turned those in yesterday. Right, and uh, he he sometimes is not the most responsive, but sometimes he is. So we'll see what happens, and hopefully he understands. You know, uh, you know, he knows more about cricket probably than he does college basketball because he's in England. So hopefully he understands that this is a time sensitive thing. But we'll see yeah. how that goes. And the the other thing uh, too is remember that the teams now they do sometimes the teams are not really allowed to stream those games on the local stations. If you've been listening to local stations for your for various teams. Uh, and yeah, and you're not in the area and you're doing it online, you're apt to not be able to do that. So you may have to listen to these national broadcasts, which are pretty good. Right. They're not bad broadcasts, but yeah. it's always fun to listen to the local. And then we, I, did get, I did get a um, – uh, oh, okay. We'll, we'll have, there's one thing. Uh, the uh, I talked to Brian Charleston. I mentioned that I would do this, who's uh, you know former – uh, well, he's going to be soon former president of Bay State Council of the Blind and is, uh, is the husband of Kim Charleston, former ACV president. And he says the Fenway Park, we were talking about the uh, headphone situation in Baltimore. Yeah, well, with the A's and stuff. And, yeah. yes, and, and apparently if it's not happening in the A's, uh, uh, our friend Tom in Maryland says he thinks he's heard it happens in Milwaukee. They do, they do them here, too. And what they do is they have an FM transmitter in the ballpark. And you, you, what you do is you go and you give them $20. You take the headphones. It's pre-tuned to that uh, FM transmitter. You can hear the game without delay, and then you bring the headphones back and get your 20 bucks back. So that's well, how it works. And what, a lot of, what a lot of stadiums do also, if you bring your own radio, you can listen for free, and you go to like 87.7 or 87.9. Right. I know University of Texas does that with for road football games. They do well, that, and they, uh, mm-hmm. other other. Cities do that around our nobody. Nobody will be able to do that in Oakland this year. So no radio. No. Will Chris, be Chris did you say we part. had? Did you say we had a death in baseball too? We do, and I had almost okay. forgotten. Okay, we'll, well, we will let Chris do that, and then we do have a hand, but we'll let Chris do the death okay. first. Then we'll go to our to our hand. All right, and it's a former Red and Red Sox. So Bill and I need to pay attention to this. Don Pavletic who is a catcher. This came up on Sunday. I, I hate when David pops these in about 4 o'clock Sunday afternoon. i got to rewrite everything. But anyway, these, these times, death and taxes, you know what they say. All right, well, Don Pavletic. David does, David does it when he's got time, Chris. So. I know he does. I know he does. Don Pavletic uh, was a catcher and uh, first base, and batch up backup catcher and first base. He was 81 years old. He played one game in 57 for the Reds and one game in 59 for the Reds. He was up and down. Uh, he was young at that time. He also had to go in the Army for a couple of years. But then he was in the minors. But he came up for good with the Reds in 62, 62 through 68. He went to the White Sox in 69. And then he came to the Red Sox. And I had forgotten he'd even been here. We had many catchers coming through before Carlton Fisk, I promise you. And he was one of them. And he was here. Uh, didn't play as much as Montgomery and some of the other guys did. But he was, he was here, 70 and 71. Uh, he had uh, in his career again a backup, 349 hits, 46 home runs, uh, 
193 RBIs and a 254 batting average. So uh, he died, uh, you know, uh, this week at 81 years old. So Don Pavletic. And, so there and you go. as I go, as I go to, uh, we're going to welcome Dick to the show. And as I do that, uh, Illinois is leading Iowa by about 12 points. So uh, Dick, okay. welcome aboard. Go Illini. Um, <laughs> you guys, I don't know, you probably, you know, you weren't on until a few minutes ago. Uh, Andre yep. Richard died. Uh, yes, we're going to talk about that. That's yes, right. we're going yeah. to talk about it. But remember, guys, when, when we're not on the air on your devices or radios, um, the podcast is always being recorded, so you'll be able to catch yeah. up. I remember, I remember Richard, he, uh, he scored two goals in game seven of the Stanley Cup playoffs in 1971 against the Hawks. Uh, I remember that game. I was, yeah. rooting, for, I was rooting for the Blackhawks. I was rooting for the Blackhawks, and they blew a bleed. And Tony Esposito let in one of the longest goals in playoff history. And, uh, you know, he was a heck of a goaltender, but not that night. That's for sure. Yeah, he wasn't as good as Ken Dryden, though. Dryden, no, he wasn't. That, that, that is true. That's the year that Ken Dryden stood on his head to beat the Bruins, and then he did the same with the Blackhawks. So, yeah. Oh, yep. One more thing real quick. You know, the uh, like in Milwaukee, you're counted. Uh, well, they don't, they don't call it Brewer Parks anymore. Uh, I call Miller. It, they, Miller they, Park. They, you know, they didn't give me free beer, so I don't give them a plug. There you uh, go. Uh, <laughs> but, That's fair. Uh, 88.5 is a free, uh, you know, they got the transmitter there. Unfortunately, you know, good radio. So I bring okay. my, uh, when I go, I bring my, uh, my GE Super Radio, and it comes in fine. Yeah, but if you got like a Walkman, it's not going to work. Yeah, but, uh, right. I don't know how many. I don't know how many other stuff. You know, the Cubs uh, when they were on GN, they were always in sync. But I don't know with the score. They probably not. well. What I'm thinking is, if we, with our game with the Cubs and White Sox, many of us from the ACB will be going to that game at uh, Guarantee uh, Field or whatever the heck it's called. And I think we're going to probably be listening to GN because I think we will find it in sync and we won't find the score in sync. So no, even I'm though sure the, you, won't. you know. In, uh, generally, and then you can. All, but the cool thing about that is, you could then switch over to to the uh, to the Cubs, right? You know, flip your wrist or put your button, <laughs> and they're right next to each other, and listen to. You could hear both calls. You know, yeah. you listen to the White Sox first, True. and then you flip over to the Cubs. That'd be kind of cool. I'm yeah, looking forward to that. Okay. So now, hold hold on, Chris. We have right. uh, Jamal. Go ahead, Jamal. Hello, Perry. Hello, everybody. How are you? Hello. Hello. How are We're you? good, Jamal. How about okay. you? Find a couple things. Number one, talking about the headphone situation at ballparks. Now, to my knowledge, at guaranteed cellular rate or whatever the white <laughs> call that. Comiskey, place, Comiskey Park, yeah. Comiskey yeah. rate, Comiskey yeah. cellular. Anyway, yeah. with that all being said, I, I have been there whereby you go to guest relations and get get some Walkman headphones. Okay. And the games that way, and they didn't charge you, but you had to. They took your ID. You had to go back and return them. Right. Okay. ID works too. Yep. That's my. I think that's still the policy there. Mm-hmm. I could uh, double check on that because the last okay. time I went to the ballpark, I just bought my own Walkman, and oftentimes what I've done is I've sat in the stands and listened to the radio outright. Yep. But, oh sure. But you know, but the past couple of times I went to the ballpark and sat in the used to be bullpen sports bar, but reception there was brutal to pick up on the inside. I had to sit on the outside even re- remotely pick up. And I don't know how WGN is going to be at the uh, reception right at the ballpark because I haven't been there since they switched the flagship to WGN. Okay. So All right. What do you think of the signing while you're here? What do you think of the signing of Mankato uh, by the White Sox? You Talk? know what? I'm happy about 
I like what the White Sox are doing with these trying to lock these guys up early. Yep. If they're very good, lock them up early if they can. I've, I, I would still almost advocate trading Moncada straight up for Chris Bryant. But well, I don't think you're going to see him do that now. Right. No, not now. No, they signed him, and yeah, the Cubs, the Cubs don't want to commit to somebody else's decision. You know, they're going to want to make their own. But, By the uh, way, Perry, speaking of the Cubs, I see during spring training they've had Chris Bryant be the leadoff, leadoff hitter. Do you do you think that's a good move? Well, they they seem to like it because he he's a good hitter, and he, he you know they don't have anybody else to do it, so they seem to think he's yeah. going to be the leadoff hitter this year. Red Sox are doing Andrew Benintendi, Benintendi, okay. same kind of okay. deal, you know. All right. NFL so we'll news, see. Chris. What All we right. hear well, let's is let's try the media. Let's try the media thing because well, before yeah. we before we, we do that real quick, we can stores. before we do this real quick, we can this one we can take care of this one real quick. The collective bargaining, the rumor that you hear is it's going to be a, approved by about a fifty-two to forty-eight right level. We should find out about that on so, Friday. It's the yeah, they have until midnight on Thursday to get their yeah. votes in. Midnight what, Eastern time on Thursday. Which means Friday the 13th, we'll find Friday out. The 13th. If, yeah. And then that yeah. basically will set up, if it does kick in for Friday the 13th, we will have our seven playoff teams in each conference, and we will not have the extra game. And we will have, uh, of course, free agency the March 18th is your next huge day, Tom Brady Day. And yeah. we'll find out yeah. what happens but, to him and everybody else. Yeah. Uh, now the media, the media situation that involve both of these involve ESPN and Monday Night Football. As you know, they are looking at get, they. Well, Joe Tessitore, Booger McFarland are out already. But they now we talked last week about Tony Romo being the highest paid announcer, seventeen million. Well, if ESPN gets their way, he will be the highest paid for a week, being <laughs> beat out by. Or a week or two being beat out by Peyton Manning, who they've offered up to eight, 18 to 20 million. And Peyton Manning has never called a game. At least Romo has called games improved. But Peyton Manning, he's already doing some stuff for ESPN and ESPN Plus. Uh, he's already, you know, but they're trying to get him in there. I'll and tell you, his father to- was, uh, just to say, and Pierre would say this if he were here, Archie was excellent. I mean, I don't know how Peyton's well, going to do, but Archie was Peyton, excellent. Peyton had, yeah, Archie was real good. And Peyton has kind of that personality on commercials and on stuff. He he could do it, I think. But the other thing, this is what ESPN wants. They want to trade for Al Michaels and bring him to ESPN. Now, if you remember in 2006 when NBC got the Sunday night game and they moved the game, you know, Monday night to ESPN from ABC when NBC took the, the over-the-air Al My- it was all planned that Al Michaels was going to stay with ESPN. But ESPN at that time, they're like, oh, no, no, we want to go in a different direction. They got rid of Al Michaels. They traded him for a character, the, the Rugged Rabbit, which Walt Disney had come up with uh, a character, but then Universal got it. They traded him for the Rugged Rabbit and the Belmont Stakes. And Al Michaels was kind of bitter towards Disney and ESPN. At the time, he goes, oh, well, I'm too old for them. And he goes, I'm happy to be here at NBC. I like this. They're working with me. I'm, I'm real happy. Now, that was two regimes ago with ESPN. Those people are gone, so that could change. But... Michael and Collinsworth get along pretty well, and I think yeah, might, I, I don't. I don't. I don't see that changing. I, now, I, now, if they get Peyton Manning, 
I mean, I don't know, Sean McDonough was pulled off because he was too critical, but, you know, but a lot of that was McDonough was there with Gruden. I could see McDonough maybe coming back with a Peyton Manning or even a Dan Shulman, which I think is would be pretty good. Dan mm-hmm. Shulman and Peyton Manning. I think that would be Just a make sure he knows it's, it's four downs, well, not three. Yeah, yeah Dan, Dan Shulman is a baseball guy, so I don't yeah. know. Well, well, but he's done football. Yeah. I'm sure he could do it. I'm sure yeah. he could do it. Yeah, he's, he's done. It. He's done football. I mean, he he's done it. Those are the guys that I could think of that they right. have already on because they're not going to put Chris Fowler off of. But I no. mean, the, the Peyton Manning could probably be more likely than Al Michaels, but you never know in that one. But anyway, we have other NFL stuff going on out there. Uh, yeah. Well, other. what's all right? Well, there's more media though. Go into this thing. We got a court case that may go to the Supreme Court about Direct yes. TV and the NFL. Well, all right, here's what's going on with the NFL and DirecTV, AT&T, the whole thing. The NFL would love to, they would like to have the option to do single game pay-per-views or single team pay-per-views, and they want more places for this. Now, way back in 2003, it was 2003, I believe it was, when Sunday tickets started, or was it 2002? I think it was 2002, Sean. Well, it goes and back to the 80s. You, you had to, well when you had a satellite dish. I think you had to have direct. No, 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 not the no. You they did not have the Sunday ticket package. You, if you had the old big satellites, you could tap in on the network feed. Yeah, but but, but I thought I, okay, but, all right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you could tap in kind of like you could do that with any satellite feed of anything coming down to any network. You okay, so they didn't really it. get into DirecTV until 03? Yeah, uh, yeah 02. Right. It was 02, 02 now that I think about it. Robert right. is right. Yeah. They, and they signed an exclusive deal. Paul Tagliabue did this. Yes. He signed this exclusive deal with DirecTV. At the time, you had also had NBA, League Pass, NHL Centerize, MLB. They were all coming in, to, but they were all on all the other. DirecTV signed it. For an exclusive deal, you had to have them. Then a few years ago, PlayStation got involved. Where if you had a Sony PlayStation, you had a PS3, you could also watch it on your PlayStation. And then of course they had NFL Mobile, and now they made it to where you have to buy the the PlayStation Four. But the NFL sees they've put games on Yahoo and Amazon Prime and other you know, other places. Some of the Thursday night, they yep. see the options. For all of these, plus things like ESPN Plus, The Zone, all other, they see ideas for single-game pay-per-views. Now, the NFL was trying to opt out of their deal with DirecTV because since AT&T came in to, to play, they've had a lot of problems with them, and they're wanting out of their exclusive deal. Uh, be, uh, it, I, can, I can tell you from personal experience, because I've been a DirecTV customer for almost 20 years, and ever since AT&T has taken over, uh, their customer service uh, yeah. is not is not good. Now, before AT&T took over Bottom, DirecTV had one of the best. Now they have one of yes. the worst. And they, yeah, they were one of the when I had them. It was before, <clears throat> but either way, they want. So let's say you let's say you live. Okay, Perry wants to watch a Rams game. He can pay seven ninety nine. To watch one Rams game, or he he would be able to pay just like what the NBA has. He could he could pay a package and get all the games that aren't on the national 
national game of the week. He can right. he can watch those. Yeah, now the way the NBA works, because they're the only one that does this, and this is why the NFL and I think the NHL and baseball should jump in on this. What the what the NBA offers with their league pass, you can either buy the entire league pass for the year and see all the games, or you can choose your favorite team, and you can only pay for their games. Yeah, I think my brother, he's out in California now. I think he bought the Celtics, yeah. Yeah, yeah this is and, – and this was, was ruled upon in the Ninth Circuit Court. So it's now going it – the Supreme Court next year or the year after could hear this case with you, and it could change the way you want – the way leagues do games. It could change a lot of – a lot yeah. of stuff. It could, it could shake a lot of so things up. And is it fans that are suing? What I wasn't clear, Sean, is what you said before. No, no. Was it fans it's, or is it the NFL who's going? Well, originally it. I thought it was some fans, but the NFL, NFL and Roger. This is something Roger Goodell wants. Yeah. At first, I thought it was some fans, but it is the NFL and Roger Goodell suing to get out of their exclusive Directv and PlayStation contracts. Yeah, there's, there's uh, the NFL is suing Directv to to they, get yeah. this done. Okay. And PlayStation. Yeah. Okay. All and right. they want because they will not offer. They said we want this, and they will they will not offer it. So it and you're going to pay now three hundred and fifty bucks the next time I think for Sunday tickets. They well, uh, but, uh, when I paid for it a couple of years ago, by the time I was done, it was closer to four hundred. That price that you got, I don't know where you got it, Sean. Could be a little low. Well, it that's be, just, no, that's the basic. But you yeah. got the one with the red zone. You got right. the, the premium. Right. Right, but for the but, basic one with just the games, it's going to go up to three fifty. I, I think, I think, because I think uh, what's going to happen is the leagues are going to have to follow suit because see, the NBA is already doing this. The NBA is and bars, this. yeah, and bars and restaurants have to pay anywhere from twenty three hundred to twenty five thousand based on the size and occupancy rate for it. Right, right. We, 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 have, we do now. We do now have a hand. Let's go to. Pam, hi Pam. Hello, Pam. Hi, good uh, good evening, guys. Hi. Um, I am trying. Want to uh, change the topic just for a minute? You were talking earlier about uh, the headphones in in the ballpark. Yeah, ballparks, right? Is that going to be standard for everybody? This is what, what, what okay, and the, let me, like, because we kind of talked about it the other day, and let me, this is really an ADA issue. It's the kind of thing where people want to know what's going on in the game. They can't see the game. So especially now with these HD stations and everything, it's more important to have something like this available. And we had heard that the A's were not going to, and now they don't have a local station, but that shouldn't affect it because they could still put, they claimed it had they something to do with cell phones. Yeah, they, they, that has nothing to do with cell phones. And they claimed part of that bogus article about how they were so happy they weren't on local radio said in another bogus section that uh, they couldn't do it because they uh, it would mess up uh, cell phone reception. So, you know, I mean, that's crazy. So what we're saying is a lot of parks, and we one of the places we heard that wasn't necessarily happening is Milwaukee. Now we hear that it is. So that's good. So, you know, I, it's really an ADA issue, and, and it's something that I think most teams are doing, and I think in the indoor arenas in particular, well, because you can't always get anything in an indoor and, arena. And indoor, is, is, that, is that going to allow you to hear the broadcast? Or, or it's, yeah. It's yes. Gonna, yes. Described. Yeah, this, is, now, this, this would be in the stadium, Pam. So in your in your case, Pam, you would go into the stadium, you would get these headphones, and you would hear the dulcet tones of Denny Matthews. Yes, correct. Right. Yeah. Yep. And, or or even if you wanted to take your own radio, 
you would tune it to a frequency, which is the San Antonio Spurs have done that for years. They put a transmitter, even when they were in the Alamo Dome, they put a transmitter in there so you could get, because a lot of fans, even a lot of sighted fans, wanted to take their radio to the game. Yeah. And well, why couldn't stuff. I get it on my local station? Well, you can, you, but what you happens can, is... You can, the, you can okay. but that's usually on a delay. Right, yeah. because of the HD. The stations oh, don't out of their delay. And sometimes, especially on AM, in some of these stadiums with a retractable roof and with certain things, it's, you know, reception. So they put it on somewhere like an 88, 88.5 or 87.7 or 87.9, somewhere on that end of the dial. Yeah. And when you get into the stadium, they have a little 10 or 20-watt transmitter that goes directly to the broadcast. Right. Yeah, so like, like, for, like, for example, with the two new football stadiums opening this year, I'm sure in both Las Vegas and Los Angeles, there'll be transmitters for, for um, you know, you to... Yeah. <laughs> for yeah, you to Dallas has one. For, uh, Dallas yeah. has one. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty uh, standard. It's pretty standard. Yeah, we had just yeah, heard... The Rangers are going to have one made, theirs. The only reason it came up, because we've been knowing this is pretty standard, but the only reason it came up was that crazy article about the A's. Which right. said that about cell phones, which is any right. other NFL news, Chris? Before we go to what is it, hockey next? We got to go uh, to we, hockey. We're going to go to hockey. We're going to actually give Sean, uh, our XFL reporter, a minute to talk about the XFL well, next. Okay, minute. Basically, I didn't check out a whole lot, but the ratings last week were down a little bit. They averaged 1.4 million between the four games. Now this week, they're trying something different because of soccer. Fox, FS1, ABC had the normal Saturday standard times that they had. Yeah, uh, ABC and Fox had the normal Saturday times, but today yeah, ABC, and Fox, ABC and Fox had the normal Saturday, yeah. but FS1 had the three o'clock just like they did last week. So mm-hmm. that, but yes, they're doing it on ESPN. They're trying a nine o'clock Eastern game with Tampa Bay and LA tonight. So that ought to be interesting to see how that does that late at night, especially with two of the teams in the league that aren't doing it. They're towards the bottom of that league right now. I mean, Houston's right. still undefeated, so. We know mm-hmm. that, but I'll get more into scores and stuff next okay. week or as we get more. But, yeah, that's that's basically – but they are still in the seven cities that have other franchises. When a local team is playing around the same time, they're actually outdrawn in those – Except Los Angeles. They're outdrawing them. Yeah. yeah. Well, six out of the seven. Six right. out of the seven. Right. Because Seattle, Seattle right now does not – until right. next year they don't have one, but the other – the six out of the now, either have hockey or basketball. Say, like St. Louis has hockey. In St. Louis, yeah. it ought to be interesting to see if they outdraw the Cardinals, which probably won't. Happen, I, I doubt that, but right. Know. Yeah, and the Blues are defending champions too. So that, you that's think they're correct. Going to be doing yeah, well. Yeah, Blues so, are defending yeah. champions. They're outdrawing the Blues. So yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Now, right. before Chris, real quick before we get to hockey, Illinois still yeah. has about a ten point lead over Iowa late in the game. Okay, so it looks like they'll take that one. All right, so let's go and do the uh, NHL standings and the scores. And thanks to Perry for a little assist on the scores because Miss A was not updating uh, hockey today the way she should have been. So and yesterday too, uh, but uh, she's doing other sports, but not hockey. So don't ask me; it'll it'll get fixed. Okay, in Atlantic Division, the Bruins have ninety eight points. Tampa Bay second with ninety one. This is going into today's action, by the way. And Toronto. they played a very good game last night, by the way. They did. Oh, boy. With fight, so it was an old-fashioned hockey game. It was a lot of fighting, all kinds of craziness going on. Yeah. Toronto, 79. Florida, 76. Uh, we have Montreal, 71. Buffalo, 66. And Ottawa, 62. And the Red Wings at 37, Detroit Red Wings. Metropolitan Division, we have Washington at uh, 89. Philadelphia also at 89. So they were uh, a virtual tie, but Washington gets it by number of victories. Pittsburgh, 84. The Islanders, 79. 
Columbus, 79, Carolina, 77, the Rangers, 76, and the New Jersey, 68. So New Jersey's out of it in that division. In the Central, we have St. Louis at 90, Colorado, 88, Dallas, 82, Nashville, 76, Winnipeg, 76, Minnesota, 75, Chicago, 70. And in the Pacific, we have Edmonton at 82, Vegas Golden Knights, 82. We have Calgary at 79, Vancouver at 76, Arizona, 74, Anaheim, 64, and San Jose, 63, and the LA Kings at 60. In our, uh, in our uh, matchups going into today, it would have been Boston against uh, Columbus. It would be Tampa Bay and Toronto in uh, that division. In the um, uh, Metropolitan, Washington would pay, face the Islanders, and Philadelphia would face Pittsburgh. In the West, it's crazy. St. Louis could face either Nashville, Winnipeg, or Vancouver, who all have 76 points, as you may have noticed. And I'll do a little uh, thing with the playoff picture in, in these conferences, too, as to who's, who's got chances to get in, because it's a lot more interesting than the NBA. It's going to come down right to the last day, which is about four weeks from yesterday, uh, whatever. It's a, a month. So St. Louis could play either Nashville, Winnipeg, or Vancouver. Uh, Colorado would play Dallas, and Edmonton would play Nashville, Winnipeg, or Vancouver. Uh So at this point, if the season were to end uh, today, Nashville, Winnipeg, or Vancouver, one of them would not make the playoffs, and the other two would, because they're all at 76 points. And then Vegas Golden Knights would play Calgary. Uh, So then looking at the playoffs, and then we'll talk about the – I'm doing this on the fly here. The first uh, wild card team in the East, uh, in the uh, Atlantic, is uh, has 76 points as well, which has nothing to do with those other guys at 76. But that's Florida. But looking over at the Metro, we have we have uh, the Islanders with 79. Uh, we have Columbus with 79. We have Carolina with 77, and we have the Rangers with 76. So all those teams are in a big mess to get those two wild card spots assuming they don't move up into third place in their divisions, which is also right. possible. But basically, that, that's where, where they stand in the East. And in the West, we have the teams with 76 that I talked to you about. So we've got Nashville at 76, Winnipeg at 76, but Minnesota has 75. Chicago 70, that's a little uh, far-fetched, but Minnesota's right behind that group. And then uh, for the other teams with 76, Calgary with 76. Arizona has 74. That's not far away. Nope. Yeah, and uh, so Anaheim, San Jose, and uh, no California teams in the NHL playoffs. It's, not this year. No they, no, they don't want to go there. People might have the virus, and they want to stay out of California anyway. So anyway, uh, then for the today's action, we had Carolina beating Pittsburgh 62. Penguins are kind of struggling lately. They're 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 kind of coming on hard times. Yeah, Wa- Washington beat them yesterday in a clo- in uh, like five to two, and then they lose. Yeah, today but you see, they were in first place, or fighting right with the. Now they've fallen back, and now it's yeah. Philadelphia that's fighting uh, the Capitals for first place. Right. So. Carolina beat Pittsburgh six to two. Detroit over Tampa Bay five to four in a shootout. And Tampa Bay uh, came back in that game. And after the, it was a very grueling game that they played against the Bruins last night. So uh, they did well to to uh, do it. They got a point, and you know that's what you want when you go on the road. Uh, let's see. Then we have at seven o'clock Vegas Golden Knights at Calgary. We have St. Louis at Chicago. Nine o'clock tonight Minnesota at Ar- at Anaheim, and ten o'clock Columbus at Vancouver. 
okay, in, uh, with, in Colorado. In, in Colorado, I'm sorry, in Colorado at uh, San Jose. Right now, with a couple of those, there, there's some history going on today, and we're going to go back to the media here. Uh, as far as the Vegas and Calgary game, uh, Sportsnet, and uh, with the St. Louis and Chicago game, NBC Sports Network, uh, they're both doing all female announcing and studio and camera crews. Oh, that's so, right. This is International Women's Day. Yeah. So, Today. so if you were to turn on your um, your Sportsnet in Canada or your NBC Sports Network here in the U.S. and you wanted to listen to either one of the either Calgary or Vegas or or uh, St. Louis and Chicago, you would hear an entire female uh, announcing crew, an entire uh, female studio crew. And uh, all the people working the cameras in both games are all okay. women. So Okay. Well, women have always liked hockey more than other sports. My mother liked hockey, and she yeah. wasn't as into the uh, – she enjoyed it. She just said to watch them skate, she really liked it. Uh, but we have a, an important death to note in uh, in hockey. And oh, very Henri, important. Henri Richard, uh, and he was called – he didn't like the name, but the Pocket Rocket. And, of course, part of that was we, – these were all French speakers, and that was clearly a, an English name. The Pocket Rocket doesn't rhyme in French. Well, anyway. because uh, he was smaller than his brother. and that, Correct. That, now, yeah. Maurice was the Rocket, and he was 15 yeah. years older than Henri. And Maurice came into the league, I think, in 1943 and played till 1960. Henri came in 1955 because I got all this information from uh, uh, thanks to Dave in Toronto, who gave us uh, a, a little uh, a little five minute yeah, uh, he, feature. Yeah, he played on uh, from 55 to 75, I believe. Correct. Yeah. So he died. He was 84. He died of Alzheimer's Alzheimer's disease. A 20 year career, as I said. He won 11 Stanley Cups. Now, I think, and uh, well, that was the most Stanley Cups anybody's won, they said, and that would therefore tie Bill Russell for the most championships uh, you know, ever won by a player, Bill Russell winning 11 NBA championships. I don't think anybody's ever won more championships uh, than those two. No, and, and uh, as far as coaches go, of course, uh, Scotty Bowman in hockey's won nine Stanley Cups. So, right. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then we, uh, he was a center uh, most of the time. Uh, he was five foot seven inches. Uh, therefore, the pocket rocket. Uh, yeah. uh, Maurice was a lot bigger than he was. He was uh, 160 pounds. He again, as I as I say, started in 55, 56 with the Canadians, and he and um, and Maurice were on the same line uh, for five of the cups. They they played together. Then uh, Maurice retired uh, after 60, and and that was five cups in a row they won. Every year they played together, they won the cup. And then, uh, and he, uh, of course, uh, Henri kept playing. And after Jean Beliveau retired in 1971, he and, and that cup that uh, we were talking about with Dick before that they won the beat the Blackhawks in '71, uh, Henri uh, became the captain and uh, won one more cup in '73. Retired after the '75 season, and then he got in the Hall of Fame in '79. And uh, and he's the fourth. They're the fourth pair of, or set of brothers in the Hall of Fame. So yeah. there, I'm sure there's some sutters in there because there's always. I'm sure everywhere. there are. Yeah. Um, I, I wish uh, Dave could have found us a list of brothers. I would have liked to have known that list. That's right. Well, not only that, but uh, we didn't get the statistics. If we get statistics on Henri's career, because he was a great player, we yeah, will uh, uh, throw them in next week. If they, I'm uh, sure David our friend, I'm them. sure our friend David will uh, right. will put all that out. So I think that's it for hockey. We got any hands, or are we ready to wrap it up? We're ready to wrap it up. Okay. All right. Well. well for those of you who 
miss the first half hour, uh, those of you online, or any time you ever want to listen to us, uh, just remember, you can download the podcast, go to legendoldies.com and get it, or in your podcatcher, type in Sports Lounge Live, uh, three words, and then it'll deliver it to you as soon as it's posted, or tell your uh, Lady A device to play the Sports Lounge Live podcast, tell your Google device, and if it's not the current one, just keep saying next till you get to it, or go to 773-572-3006 at 773-572-3006. Option number eight. Option number nine is Sports Lounge. Option eight is All Things Radio. Option seven is the Coffee Club. So, and by the way, for those of you that for those of you that listen on the phone, our system got greatly improved, so you should not have any more volume issues. Yeah, and and by the way, and also, like I said, if you want to leave us a comment throughout the week, eight hundred six nine three zero five nine five. Option number two. So next week we'll be back. We will have the field of 68 for you as we get ready. So I guess we'll see yeah, you then. I think that's going to be, and we should hopefully have a decision on the Red Sox. We may have the players having ratified the, so it's going to be a big week in sports, and uh, we yes. should be able to cover a lot it of stuff for you. It will be close to free agents. They can start talking to teams for NFL free agency, but they can't sign yet by next week. So That's right. correct. So, Okay. Yes. So and enjoy we'll your week, everybody. So we'll see everybody next week.